0: Hey kids, it's time for Surf Shorts! Welcome to the Surf Shorts podcast, an innovator in modern storytelling, looking towards the future, using business terms like radical, off the lip, caught inside, and totally tubular. Surf Shorts, the storytelling podcast, recorded on VHS, then downloaded to cassette for maximum audio quality. It's totally radical. Hey everyone, as most of you know, this episode is brought to you by Outer Banks Hammocks, OBXhammocks.com, handmade in the USA, two-year guarantee. They've been doing it since 1971. And when you think of OBX hammocks, don't just think of hammocks. Think of swings and chairs, stands, accessories, and outdoor furniture. OBXhammocks.com has Outer Banks aluminum and resin wicker furniture, Three Birds Casual Teak, Pauly's Island Durawood, and Summer Classic. You can click on OBXhammocks.com to find out more about their high-quality hammocks and outdoor furniture outer banks hammocks for the ultimate lay savage surfboards since 1982 know your shaper all right everybody welcome back to surf shorts today i am here with matt what's up dude
1: hey matt Thanks for having me on again. Appreciate you letting me back on.
0: Yeah, no, stuck to have you, man. You know, a lot of people are thinking, hey, is that Matt interviewing himself? Not yet. Uh I'll do <laughs> not that later. There
1: just yet. No. <laughs> yeah, this, is actually,
0: this is actually just another Matt. So yeah, this is definitely round and round two for us too. You know, we were just talking, we recorded we recorded a show with you literally an entire school year ago. So mm-hmm. that's
1: a, mm-hmm.
0: yeah that going way back in surf shorts land. I think this is episode 41 coming out.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's way back then.
0: Yeah. And I, I don't know when yours came out, but it was probably only the third or fourth one ever recorded. Pretty
1: early. Yeah. yeah. Pretty early on.
0: Yeah. So some people may remember that, you know, you're in your episode, you were out on an Island in North Carolina, like, uh, you know, we, we don't always say the names of places, but you're somewhere far enough where you can only get there by plane or boat. And you spent a lot of time out there, right?
1: Right. Yeah. I worked out there for, um, two seasons for early spring into the fall. Like Labor Day was kind of about when my quitting time would be and I might push it into October if I could, but yeah. for the most part, that's when the season tourism season would end and then make it back onto the mainland.
0: Oh, that place, that place goes down like a dead horse.
1: Oh Yeah. Yeah, but shoulder seasons are definitely best time to be there. For because sure. You got the, that's, that's when everyone's just there to have a good time, not getting each other's way, just enjoy the, enjoy the lifestyle, you know?
0: Yeah, for real. And you know, this is kind of the, the Martha's, vin- Martha's Vineyard of North Carolina, but with a lot <laughs> less money.
1: A lot less money. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, uh, if you're from North Carolina or South Carolina, you may know the island we're talking about. And if not, I don't know, you have to Google it. It's kind of fun not to talk about where we are, but uh, I had a. Uh, my neighbor is a doctor and he actually spent a winter season over there when he was a young doctor.
1: That's a tough place to be a doctor.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So that they, you know, they flew him in or whatever and he was doing his basically an internship and it was, it turned out to be like a pretty difficult internship because he was, he was on his own. Like if you're doing mm-hmm. your internship, like at Chapel Hill or somewhere like that, mm-hmm. there are other people <laughs> there's advice readily available
1: Right. You have some experience that you can lean on. And typically the doctors there, it's, it's a one at a time kind of gig. There's no, there's no support and they don't have the facilities to run any tests or really even give you stitches. So if something bad happens, you, you're, you're either taking, taking the boat off or if it's an immediate need, you're getting airlifted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he, he was running the clinic there, was on duty full-time couple point a couple points. He made me one. He was always an outsider. Sometimes people wouldn't mm-hmm. even talk to him he, even though like he was there to help people. He, he he remember going to not the there's a grocery store that's not there anymore the big one, you know, well, mm-hmm. big, <laughs> when we say the big, main big one. yeah, the main one yeah. is a super rat at best, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the main, but, and it's killer. It's a great place and those people do a fantastic job. It's just not a large venue, but the, there was another grocery store over closer towards the ferry mm-hmm. and he's like, the people that own that wouldn't even look at me. Mm-mm. He said, there would be no Mm-mm. customers and you'd think they'd be happy I was there buying something.
1: <laughs> no, they like, they like having the people they don't know come in for about three months out of the year and then they like to only know who they're talking to for the rest of it. Yeah. It's a, a tight knit group.
0: Yeah. So that that was one of his points. One of his points was you're always an outsider. Mm-hmm. And point number two is in the spring, he was like all of a sudden in spring, he's getting really, really busy. He's about to, I guess he's about to close his internship up mm-hmm. and people are pouring in. And the, yeah, I see you laughing because you know what I'm going to say. And people out there, I'm sure you're on the edge of your seats. But the reason people are pouring in is they're detoxing. Yeah. Because it's a long.
1: It's a long winter. uh,
0: And it's cold, man. Long,
1: unemployed winter. Yeah. For a lot of those folks. With
0: nothing
1: happening. Mm -hmm.
0: Because,
1: you know, it goes from being about, I think, their year-round population somewhere around, seven to 800 people. Okay. And, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and it swells, um, during the summer to get around like three thousand, thirty five hundred on the Island. Like when you include the tourists and the seasonal workers and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, to your point, I mean, even, even if he had spent years there, there's no, you you don't just get to become a local. You have to, you have to be born.
0: Yeah. You can't change your last name.
1: Yeah. Right. And there's only a couple of last names. Yeah.
0: And I could I could rattle them off, but I won't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, up up and other parts of the Outer Banks, some of the names are the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, anyway, yeah, it's an interesting place. So, yeah, he he wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. He would have never been a local. But yeah, he got really busy. Helping people dry out because, you know, they're like, I've got to work. I've got to go back to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we think about places like Boone and something like that being cold. But the outer banks and these uh, islands, dude.
1: And in those houses that are, I mean, they can, you know, for the most part, they're built to withstand storms and stuff like that. But you don't know, like cold wind is very different. It and is. that warm wind that blows during the, you know, during yeah. August, September, it is freezing. Yeah.
0: Out there. Yeah. I, I, I did a delivery one time with Captain Bill uh, from Wrightsville Beach. And we don't say last names, so a bunch of you might know Bill. We delivered a racing sailboat, a Cape Fear 38. And man, this thing was slick. And we were we were pretty excited about it. We went up and got it out of Norfolk. And Bill was the captain, you know. I was just, I was just the the doing the legwork or whatever. So we go up to Norfolk, and like this is a a premier, premier racing sailboat. And we get there, and they've taken all the sails. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, and Bill calls him up. He's like. Hey, I mean, like, I I was planning on like piling up these sails in the V berth and sleeping on them that night. It mm-hmm. was cold. Like, I was like, Oh, yeah. I was like, I'll just get in the V berth. I'll sleep. I'll sleep on the sails, you know, to be all good. Nothing, just an empty plastic hole inside. And, <laughs> and Bill's on the phone. He's like, Hey, uh, where are the sails? You know, cause they were expensive. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. Like, are, they, are they in the dock house or is the, you know, the dock master somebody? No, nah, nah, we, we brought them back. You're, you're driving that back. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. So uh, you can imagine how fast the sailboat goes on I, just the motor.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. My, uh, my little brother does stuff like that. That's he right. Actually, That's right. Yeah. He's heading down, um, to Florida tomorrow. He's got to do a delivery out there to BVI and stuff like that. So he's, I'm sure he could, he could talk to you all day about. Oh yeah. You know, situations he's been in with some of those boats and stuff. It just blows my mind.
0: So, so here's why I mentioned that we go from Norfolk and we make our way down and we spend the night on this island. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, you know, halfway there, whatever. We swing that thing into the, into the lake. Mm-hmm. They call it the we lake. Swing, yeah, now, yeah. Now everybody knows what we're talking about. We swing it into the lake and they, somebody he knew puts us up in one of the original houses. This house mm-hmm. is from the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Right. And just what you're talking about, Drafty, like you're up there. I was in the in the very top of the house, you know, like mm-hmm. up a tiny little ladder or something, almost in this tiny room, shoved up into the V of the twelve twelve pitch roof. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Like Eighteen, God, it freeze. I, I wasn't that cold that night because there's blankets, but yeah, yeah, people I'd, are
1: freezing. We were uh, the house that I lived in when I was there. It's it's one of those older ones that really. I think it was purchased with the intent of tear down and rebuild. We yeah. said, "Nah, we're just gonna we're just gonna patch it." Which it served the purpose for us cuz there was like 7 of us in the house, yeah, you know, perfect. Yeah. just a bunch of kids in there. But I went down uh, a few times in the winter when I was just had nothing else to do, staying in those houses you can feel. It's like if you want to sit there and watch TV, you either need the heater right on you or yeah. Oh, yeah. or you're in a sleeping bag sitting there on the couch. It's it's just miserably cold. The yeah. house just doesn't retain any heat. And it flips the other way, too, because oh, in yeah. the summer... It's hot. It's hot, yeah. It can't yeah. hold any AC in, so...
0: And and we'll get to the story here, people. You're, you guys are like, is, is this the story, that it's cold on this <laughs> island in the winter? No. So so you've been going down there, right? Uh, you're working for the season. You're working at a surf shop, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. At, at the time, there's um, there used to be two surf shops, and then now there's just one. Um, and this was my second summer on the, on the island. I had been there a few times just for vacation and whatnot, but like definitely didn't know the workings of the island, understand the community dynamic and the people, all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm just, usually when I'm on vacation, I'm trying to seclude myself, which is a fantastic place to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, but but yeah,
0: if you walk through town once, everybody that lives there,
1: you You can see, yeah, you see everybody every day. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, so you yeah. get, you get to know people quick.
0: Yeah. And, and the thing that our listeners don't know is that I'm, I'm looking at you like you stand out. You're how tall are you?
1: I'm six, six. Yeah. You're yeah. six,
0: six. You've got dark hair, mm-hmm. you know, like part, I think your look is part of the reason the story evolves. I Ab- really do.
1: Absolutely. It kind of came to light towards the end Yeah, of you, it, I mean, you, sure. you look like
0: a movie character a little bit, the movie character we're going to be talking about, like the typical. Yeah right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So here, here we go.
1: (laughs) Sticks out like a sore thumb. So this is, this is the bizarre part about it was that it happened my second year working there. Right. And I think that it happened that year because the first year I actually got mono like a couple weeks into getting there. Yeah. So my entire time on the Island was I'm, I'm, I'm working. Yep. You know, 50, 60 hour weeks, and then I'm going home and crashing
0: and disappearing, working yeah. and disappearing, Work not, and disappear. not doing right. the social events.
1: No, and I would go out. You know, if, if I could muster up the strength to go out, like maybe once every couple weeks or something, and yeah. you know, I was in like a little band. We would play a play a show maybe once a month and have friends come down, and that that's all I could do. You yeah. know, but I couldn't drink, I couldn't party, I couldn't do, couldn't I? I'd, all my energy was spent working, right?
0: Yeah. And there's something suspicious about somebody at the age you were then like working all the time and not popping up at the social events.
1: Fresh out of college. Yeah. You Um, should have been at all of them. Yeah. And so second year we start out, I got there a little bit earlier than some of the other seasonal employees who are still in college. You know, we, we had worked the majority of the summer and it's getting it's getting close to August. That's when a lot of the um, the college kids, are, you know, they got to go back, go yeah. back to school. Crowds are going to start thinning out, and the, it shifts with who the people on the island are a little bit. But right before that happened, you know, I'm out drinking with one of my buddies, and it's it's the same thing as last year. You know, I'm working. You got surf camp in the morning. You're working in the booth doing rentals. Uh, evening kayak tours, get done around nine from cleaning up. You go wash off, you go straight to the bar or wherever it may be, you know. And so I'm sitting out there at the bar with my buddy who, you know, I've I've lived with him for years and years and he, you know, we, we know each other like, you know, uh, as good as you can know anybody kind of deal. And so we're sitting at the bar and we're having a good time just chatting with whatever. And I, I noticed that like, you know, people would come up and talk to him. But they, they weren't coming up and, like, really talking to me much, you know, which is fine because I can talk to a brick wall, but I'm also totally okay with being that kid sitting by himself at a lunch table eating lunch, you know. Yeah. I value my alone time, too, and that's okay at a bar. So I'm sitting there, and then, you know, the the night ends, and we're taking our bikes back because, you know, nobody drives anywhere. and No. You can, you can bike or walk anywhere on that island within – couple minutes yeah sure. 15 minutes max to get to the other end bike we're, walk we're, sweat yeah right yeah <laughs> you're going to you're going to sweat everything out from the bar on the way back That's For real weird. so we start going back and he was like hey man this guy uh you know one of our buddies who we surf with all the time and stuff and he worked at a different spot but he was like yeah he told me something kind of funny he was like uh, yeah everybody, everybody there's a rumor going around about your buddy over here that he's a undercover DEA agent Talking about me, you know, And I was like, <laughs> that's that's wild. Yeah. Uh, all things considered, because like I felt like that summer, you yeah, know, me being younger too and having as much energy as I did, I was like, I got to make up for lost time for the previous year. Right. So it's like, you're either going to see me working or you're going to see me out at the bar, whatever it is, having a great time with it and all that. It's like, ah, I'll laugh it off. Ha ha. No big deal.
0: Yeah. But uh, now, but now it's, now this is getting kind of, it's,
1: it's starting to click. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, people are starting to kind of like, you know it's, it's it's people that would normally say hey and stuff like that they're just not yeah but they're not uh they're not being mean or anything like that to me
0: well and like i said let's go back to it. the people that live there are, there are very suspicious few, yeah and they're a suspicious bunch you'll never be local and there are things that go down there in the winter
1: there are yeah yeah, yeah there are and um it is not i mean you know when they One of their big sellers is the they got the shirts that say it's a drinking village with a fishing problem. That's you know what I mean. Like it's it's that kind of place. And so, and and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to get in the inner circle. I'm just I'm just trying to have a good time and enjoy my job and hang out with a lot of the other seasonal employees. And then there's of course some of the guys that are technically seasonal, but they're from the island, so they are locals. You know. I got wind of that. I noticed for the next couple of weeks or so, I wasn't really getting too much in terms of, like, social contact and stuff like that, which, you know, again, I'm not getting iced out. But you notice those things. Like, yeah. Well, maybe maybe it's more than just, like, a couple little people or whatever that's, that's sticking out. But then, you know, the summer's coming to an end. I did think it was funny one of our one of the employees that we worked with he actually at the time was applying to be in the FBI or some 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 big formal position like that yeah. so they actually yeah. had an FBI agent come to interview him on the island right at that, the time when all of this is kind of materializing too yeah. which I thought was timely
0: and yeah and definitely uh, Pushing your story. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was trying to track it down and figure out, like, oh, what could it be? And I, I think I figured out that it was coming from... It had originated in, like, the coffee shop or something like that. Any kind of thing that you come up with on that island, it spreads like wildfire. Right. You know, there's no secrets. Yeah, I mean, um, it's
0: small. It's it's like a high school.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. So so anyways, a couple of weeks go by, and people start leaving and stuff. And my buddy, um, his... Uh, his uncle is is a he's not considered a local, but he is he owns a house on the island. He he comes to all the major events and spends a ton of his time there and he knows everybody. Yeah, Big people social. Who, people know who he is. Absolutely. Yeah. So um they went uh whitewater rafting up in West Virginia. They do that, you know, every year or so. So he goes up, his little family thing, and he tells him he was like, Yeah, you know, this funny little like rumor started spreading and some of the coffee shop guys think that you know, Matt's an undercover DEA agent on the island and stuff. And he was like, it, thinking that it's going to be a laugh, you know, like, right. oh, that's funny. And he goes, it's not just the uh, younger guys that think he's an undercover agent. <laughs> Apparently, everyone on this island starts thinking that I'm some undercover agent that's trying yeah. to make, you know, the bust of the year over there. Yeah, so he comes back, and this is this is a few weeks from I'm leaving. I'm like, all right, well let's let's talk this out. Let's let's think about it, because you know what what other evidence do we have aside from that? And we're saying like, oh, you know, like you know, when you drive down the road or if you're working outside or whatever, people wave at you, you know, and they put the couple fingers up and say like, hey, as they're passing by, and the seasonal employees all do that to each other. You know, like when you see people that you know, you just you know, it's a friendly community in that way. My buddy was like, well, what about the park rangers? Do they wave at you? And I was like, yeah, the park rangers, they'll wave at me when I pass them and stuff. He's like, yeah, they'll do that to me too. What about the cops? And he was like, no, the cops never wave at me. And I was like, they always wave at me, (laughs) like every time without fail. So it's like, I'm thinking now, even the cops are thinking that. So then fast forward, you know, the next two years, anytime I go back up there just to like visit friends and hang out for a week, they come back and they're like, wasn't that funny when, you know, everyone thought you were an undercover agent, but like, you know, you can tell me if you actually were, right? You Yeah. Know? yeah. Like, still,
0: it still comes oh, back. Yeah. Man.
1: Well, So uh, it was kind of funny. I think the the truth of the matter kind of came out that like you were saying, back when there was a second surf shop. There's a guy that got hired who came down from northern parts of the Outer Banks, and um, he ended. Up, he he was kind of like me. He was tall dude, stuck out, dark hair. Yeah, um, young twenties kind of deal. It turns out he was an undercover agent and made sure. some sort of bust on the island like two years before I got there. That was like. I don't know what the, you know, it, it wasn't booze related, but yeah.
0: Well, well you know, like, let's think about it. And like I said, if you don't know where we're talking about, imagine Martha's Vineyard. If you don't know what Martha's Vineyard is. I know that you've seen the movie Jaws, so imagine Mm -hmm. the island they're on in Jaws, and Mm -hmm. then the ferry comes over, and the people get off of the ferry, and then they're there. Like, that's what this is like. So, I mean, if I'm bringing in some real drugs, it would be a a very favorable entry point. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a hot port. Uh, uh, You know, I personally know people, and a lot of people are laughing that are from this area, that you know, tried to bring fairly large amounts of drugs up the Cape Fear River. And this is, you know, had nothing to do with me. This is, you know, Mm -hmm, I was probably,
1: this is years and years and
0: years years ago, way before my time. But, you know, who were busted helicopters, Uh boats, and then, you know, swimming.
1: North Carolina's (laughs) got a history of it, too. Yeah, Yeah. So.
0: So it'll be a lot softer target, and then once you're at, it's easy to go anywhere in North Carolina from there. Mm -hmm. You can, you can go to Oriental, right? Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, easily, or whatever. So yeah, I imagine.
1: And there's, you know, for, uh, and this is by no means a reflection of the entire community or. Yeah, no,
0: the people there. No, it's not their fault. I'm just saying that's. But there's that would be easy place to do it. No, they're great people. Whatever.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um and. You know, if you're unemployed and you're looking for ways to make money over the off-season stuff, yeah. there's... Easy money. What comes with anything like that in a small community comes that paranoia of, like, well, we don't want outsiders coming in trying to bring in big government regulation and, yeah. like, disrupting our community and all that stuff. But it was it was funny. I, I, I don't know. And I, maybe I'm giving them too much credit, the DEA, that they would send... The exact same style of person down to do the exact same thing. Yeah, like two but, years hey, let's later. Have,
0: let's hire the guy that looks like the guy in the movies, and let's give him some a, let's give him some aviators, and then a tall, yeah. flat front baseball hat that's navy
1: blue. Let's, yeah, let's give him really that. help him yeah. blend in. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and why doesn't he wear a pair of cowboy boots while he's on the island in right. the middle of summertime?
1: Yeah, no joke. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: Well, did, what did, uh, did you ever talk to Bob about it?
1: I did. Yeah, it what, was.
0: It, B- Bob is the owner of the large surf shop yeah, on the island. People yeah. that are listening and yeah. who I think is a personally awesome guy. I've met him several times. He doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know that he's going to be on surf shorts. I'm going <laughs> to send him this episode, but what did Bob say about it?
1: Oh, uh, he, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where, you have to um, – because he, he saw me all the time. You know, yeah, and like, he's
0: a very reputable dude. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, and great – I mean, and he's he's also one of those where you would say – like he's not from the area, but right. he, he contributes right. a lot to that community. He does. But, yeah, it's one of those where you got to – you have to laugh it off as like a – well, <laughs> if only. I mean, he described me as a, uh, a good employee that was – not the best overall for team health, uh, because of you know me trying to make up for the the first year of missed time at the yeah. bar and stuff. You know? Yeah, I like you, to you have were keeping a good time. people out late. Yeah, I, yeah, we wouldn't be the most well rested in the morning, but we'd we'd show up, we'd get our job done. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's how it works at Surf Shop. <laughs> well, hey, brother, thanks so much, man. I Absolutely. Really appreciate it. Yeah, right. thanks
1: for having me back,
0: Yeah. we'll have you again if we if we get another story. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. You know how much I appreciate it. A big shout out to Matt for coming and telling me his story. I love that island. I love everything that goes down there. It is a great place. You know, listening to the show as I was editing it, it, it makes it sound like this place is sketchy. It's not, man. This place is a wonderful, wonderful place to be with super nice people. And I highly suggest you go there once you figure out where it is. I think calling the, the harbor a lake should be the giveaway. Either way, listen, we got a surfboard giveaway coming up. And I've got a lot of great guests lined up. I've got a lot of people I've talked to in just the last few weeks that have some very, very good surf stories and are really, really legitimate Pieces of our surf community and i'm so looking forward to doing their shows thanks everybody tune in next week surfboard giveaway coming up it's going to be all over social media and you're going to have a really good chance of winning a brand new custom savage surfboard shortboard or fish it's coming up soon and this is a rinky dink show right So that means your chances of winning are much higher than if you click on one of these other shows that has 100,000 viewers or listeners. This is Surf Shorts, people. Your odds are good. (laughs) Hey, have a great week, y'all.